Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And I'm AJ Casada. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join a community of like-minded agency owners and scale your business while doing so, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call to explore options on how we can help you scale your agency. Zone of genius, your one thing. And that's what I want to talk to you about on this conversation. My name is Sean Ross. I run a figure agency. We're a management and growth consultancy for agencies. And I officially started my portfolio. I'm stoked about it. We have our first deal signed, second deal on, on the way. And I want to walk you through my zone of genius and how within a really reasonable Time frame, we're gonna have an eight-figure business, which is fucking nuts to say. We're gonna have an eight-figure portfolio very quickly. And I want to give two anecdotal examples between both myself and a client on really doubling down on your zone of genius. So at the time this recording, I'm recording this on January 26th. I had my first debrief conversation with my first portfolio company. And this business owner is a really good marketer. He's been stuck at like $100,000 a month for however long, but he's so stressed, so stressed. And we went through it. He worked with us. He was a client of ours. He scaled up to 2 million annually. And he was like, guys, against our advice, he was like, guys, I'm good. Like he was leaving me voicemail with Jordan. You changed my life. Oh my God. Thank you so much. He fired us amicably, right? Like, cause he genuinely found the bottom of our side. He's like, I got everything I need for Madoff. <laughs> and, uh, then after that, you know, I followed up with him many months later and he's like, Jordan, I'm so stressed. It's, it's a shit show every day. I don't know what to do. I was like, dude, let's get on a call. And we ultimately got on a call and realized he realized he, he needs a partner. And frankly, he could have just kept working with us and he would have been fine. But this guy is so good at building funnels and, you know, generating demand for his business and selling. He's closing like 13 to 14 deals a month, 9K a pop. And he's a horrible operator. Like he's bad at operations, like on so many different levels. And the reason I share this, my zone of genius, I walked into that company and within one hour, I had two 30 minute conversations with two team members. I had his business pinned. I know within six months, within six months, this company doubles its monthly run rate, averaging about 100K to 200K, like for fucking sure. And the reason is because I am exceptional at being an architect of operations, architect of operations. I could see things so clearly when I look at a business. It really is my zone of genius. And I share this because what really hit me was my understanding how to walk into this business and just know exactly how to turn around. Like I have it planned down to the fucking T. And that's a really great feeling as an entrepreneur to like know exactly what to do, how to do it, how to grow something. I got there because, you know, I worked at Amazon. And I want to give you one more anecdotal note on Zone of Genius, and then we'll, we'll make this very relevant for you. We are in negotiations with this prospect. Try to bring him to the portfolio. I don't know if it's going to work. But this guy is one of the best I've ever seen. He might be the best at SEO I've ever seen. He had in Q4 a pipeline of 23 million of deals. I think it was either Q4 or maybe like 
the last month of Q3 and Q4, they closed one deal. He's a horrible, I would define him horrible. Like he's bad. He's a bad entrepreneur. He's not good. He's not a good business owner, like very bad. But he is one of the best I've ever seen at generating demand. And when I was on a, a call with him this past week, I'm trying to convince him like, dude, bring me in as a partner. And he's trying to like say, hey, like I'll give you a few percentage points. And I basically told him like, you know, go punch sand, dude. I really love and respect you, but like, no, I'm not incentivized when I have so many deals coming my way to take a percentage point. But what I told him was with being polite, I'm like, dude, you're doing all this shit. You're making what, 50K a month when you your company was making 8 million a year. And within 12 months, you took over this business and plummeted it into the ground. You're blaming market conditions. It has nothing to do with the market. You're a bad entrepreneur. I didn't tell him this. But he was able to generate so much demand and the market was so hot with like crypto and blockchain and NFTs and whatever that he was able to ride a wave with a horrible sales process. His sales team had no guidance and has no guidance where when shit changed, he was just focused on writing shit for SEO and white labeling stuff. What I told this guy is like, look, dude, you are one of the best in the world at SEO. I really don't know many other people. That's all you should be doing. That's your skill. You shouldn't be managing people. You shouldn't be casting vision. You shouldn't be working on sales. You should be building funnels of SEO. And that is it. That is the thing that will turn you into a decade millionaire. Some of you are not good entrepreneurs. There's a lot of people that are not. Think about this. 96% of people will not build a million dollar business. It's actually really bad. Some people can be okay entrepreneurs, but a lot of you are listening have just such an exceptional skill in a, a few things. My skill set is that I could walk into a business and know how to grow it within like 30 minutes. I know exactly what to do. That just, my brain is wired towards that. I know all the data points to extrapolate and what to look for. My biggest encouragement and the reason I'm talking to you about this is what is your zone of genius? What is the one thing that you can be one of the best in the world at that when you focus on that one thing, you will make a shit ton of money. So to contextualize this for my business, we were consulting. We still are consulting. We still are acting as growth partners to our clients. But when I realized that I'm exceptional at growing companies, like I am exceptional. I'm not good. I'm not great. I'm fucking exceptional. And when I realized that, and then I realized we're consulting, I realized what the fuck am I doing? We have clients, they come in, we fix their problems. They're really happy. They give us good reviews. They eventually leave. But I know how to grow their business. What the fuck am I doing? So my plan based on this new insight into myself, I'm winding down fully out of my consulting company. So I am removing myself from sales. I'll still be doing really all marketing and I'll still be training consultants because we'll, our consulting team will be very active in our portfolio. But I'm going to be taking on, I'll probably be managing 10 portfolio companies simultaneously after the birth of my firstborn. Shout out to the firstborn. And, you know, up until then, I might just, I might stick at like two or three. My biggest point of leverage is I could probably manage 20 companies simultaneously. We'll, we'll see what 10 feels like. And I mean, between 10, if the average is 2 million a pop, that's a $20 million portfolio, right? So with these companies, I'm usually able to look at, at this level, you know, we're not playing at the game where we're acquiring five and $10 million businesses yet. I'm playing in the game of I'm acquiring ones and twos for the moment. But when I go into these companies, doubling them is really easy for me. Like going from two to four, going from one to two, 
And now my the valuation of these companies double. We just unlocked a shit ton of new leverage and a bunch of new cash flow. That's the game I'm playing. I need to emphasize and encourage what is your game. When you figure that out, when you figure out your highest point of leverage, my highest point of leverage is not consulting companies, it's running companies. That's my zone of genius, running and being the strategist of like 10 to 20 to 30. I want us to have a portfolio of 100 companies. In 2025, that's the target. We'll call it 100. My target for this year is 24 portfolio companies in 2024. So we'll call it 100 in 2025. That seems significant, but oh well. Figure that out and you will make a shit ton. If you need help, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call, hit up your boy and I'm here to help you. One of the hardest things as an agency owner is building a team that can actually execute without needing you, can deliver results that you could trust to learn things fast and deliver every single time. The reality though, most of us can't afford top tier talent. And even those of us who can afford top tier talent doesn't know how to get the best talent to work for us. That's why I built the eight figure funnel. I've been able to hire over six eight figure COOs and convince them to come work for me to help my clients grow. Guys that have already been there and done that, that have run 20, 30, 50, 80 million dollar a year companies working for someone who's not even 30 years old. I put this all into a simple ebook so you can do exactly the same thing. If you want access to this ebook, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash value and grab one of my best pieces of free content that I've ever released today. Hey there, this is Jordan Ross, your host of How to Scale an Agency, and thank you so much for listening. If this podcast has given you any value, if you listen to it weekly or you're just tuning in on a blue moon, please like and subscribe and give us a good review. Reviews are the easiest way that we can help other agency owners expand their information, their knowledge, and grow their companies, which is why we do this. We do this to help each and every one of you make business growth simpler. So... Like I've said, if you've received value, we do not promote our podcasts any other way except through word of mouth. We don't have sponsors because we want to keep this as high level for you as possible. If you could return just a little bit of a thank you back to us, we would so greatly appreciate it. Now, let's get back to the show.